Hey, what's going on? I hope that you're doing well. Today, I'm going to show you how to save as much as 50% or maybe even more of the time that's involved in exporting a file from Hindenburg. I use Hindenburg Journalist Pro. Sometimes it can take a while. Here's a way that you can save yourself some time. What's happening, podcasters and Hindenburg users? This is a combination. Normally, I do YouTube videos for Hindenburg and podcast episodes for general podcasting things. This is going to be a little bit of both. So for those of you that want to watch along, there's going to be a, a YouTube video that you can watch. Or for those that prefer to listen on the go, uh, 1000 Podcasters is the podcast. You can find that at 1000podcasters.com. So here, this is a, an answer to a question that came to me a day or two ago from another Hindenburg user. And I'm going to share with you what was going on, why I think it happens, and what I do to fix this so that you can do that kind of thing as well. If you like to watch this kind of thing, definitely recommend the video if you prefer to listen and you can learn that way just fine. There's really nothing that you have to actually see because I can explain all of it. But if you like to watch, that's absolutely fine. I totally understand that. So here's the deal. New Hindenburg user who was a, an established audio editor. She's, or he's worked with a number of other tools and he noticed when he exported his file, it took a lot longer than he expected. I think it was an hour and 18 minutes to render the file, which is pretty long time. <laughs> uh, I, I totally understand why, the, why he was frustrated and why he had some questions. So I, I totally get that. And I'll explain to you why this happens. Hindenburg, just like any other audio software, can export a file. It does the mix down, it sends all that stuff out, and it renders that file, which is absolutely what you would expect. But the cool thing about Hindenburg is that it can also mix that file down to a specific loudness. So if you think about a podcast, you're listening in the car, you want it to be at a certain loudness level. And the Audio Engineering Society has set that target based on what they call LUFs, I'm not going to get into the technicals of that, but you can automatically set your file to match a loudness target for broadcast TV, broadcast radio. Uh, you can set it for podcasting. You can set it for a number of different targets and Hindenburg will automatically mix it down and set it to match that loudness target, which means it's applying compression and limiting and doing all kinds of stuff behind the scenes so that you get exactly what you want when you publish your file. It's a great thing, but the way Hindenburg does that makes total sense. They sort of render the file in memory, if you will. And I don't know all of the technicals behind this. So if I'm, if I'm not technically correct on this, I'm explaining how I see it happen. But the reality is it's going to mix down the file once to understand what the peaks and the valleys are, what the loudness is as the file was saved. So after you've applied all of your effects, after you've done all of your mixing, you've cut everything in, you've done all that stuff. It's going to mix that down and figure out what the loudness is and what it needs to do to make that file match the loudness target that you've told it to do. And then when, it, when it's figured that out, it's going to mix down the whole file again and apply the additional effects to make it match that target loudness. So in this particular guy's case, if it took an hour for that file to rent or took an hour and 18 minutes for that file to render, it's reasonable to assume that roughly 50% of the time was spent mixing it down the first time and then 50% of the time spent mixing it down again to match a loudness target to export it and publish it or apply ID3 tags or convert the file. All of the things that go into that, taking the, the raw audio, mixing it down and converting it to an MP3 or whatever final format you're working in. So that's what's going on is it's basically mixing the file down twice, once to understand it and once to make it match the loudness target. And so for a longer file, that can take a while. As an example, right now I have open in front of me a 
the the upcoming episode of my show, the Engaging Missions show, and I've done all the edits and I'm getting ready to mix it down. Here's the workaround, because I've found a way to save at least 50% of the time that's involved in this. I'm going to mix this file down to a stereo file or a, a wave file, and I'm going to tell the, the software not to match a loudness target when it does that. So I'm going to mix that down. My guess is it's going to take probably about 10 to 15 minutes for this file to mix down. I'll do that offline and we'll come back to it. And then when I'm done mixing it down, I'm going to bring that file back in and I'm going to solo out the new track so that I'm only listening to that one. And I'm going to use that to do my final export to loudness. So that's going to be the process. It's actually fairly straightforward, but here's what I'm going to do. The first thing I'm going to do is mix this file down without matching loudness targets. And in my case, I'm going to export it. I need to, if you're watching along on the screen, I'm going to choose where I want it to go. So I'm going to drop it in a folder. I'm going to tell it to mix it down as a stereo wave. And I'm going to turn off my loudness matching so that there's no normalization. And I'm going to hit save. And it's going to render that file. It's probably going to take about 10 or 15 minutes. I'm going to pause the video and then we'll come back after that's done and see what I do next. All right, you're back. And as you can see by the display, I did slightly miscalculate how long it would be take. It took 19 minutes and 55 seconds to do the mix down. To be fair, I did have some video editing going on in the background, so I wasn't exactly being nice to my computer. But if you think about it, nearly 20 minutes for just the mix down, a lot of effects applied, complex stuff. So I get why it took so long. But if I'd done this the traditional way where it mixed it down and then it mixed it down again, this would have taken... 40 minutes roughly to do. Okay. So we're at 19 minutes and 55 seconds right now. I'm going to go ahead and close this dialog box and find my way back to the beginning of the file. It's actually kind of a long file. And then I'm going to go find the file that I just created, the one that I just exported. And unfortunately I moved around. So let me go find that again. So here's my mix down. I'm going to grab that file and just drop it into my production. Make sure that everything looks relatively good. So everything looks clean. I've got a break here that's on purpose, so don't worry about that. I'm gonna solo this track so that I only have that track. And then I have a master track enabled with some effects on the master track. I'm gonna go ahead and turn all those effects off. These four effects are actually really processor intensive, so that's why it takes part of why it takes so long. So I've got that file, I dropped it in, I soloed it, and I turned off the effects on the master track. All of these other tracks that are enabled aren't gonna be processed again because I've soloed so that it's only processing this. Then I'm gonna to go to export that file again. And this time I'm gonna make it an MP3 file. And I've got a preset for exactly how I want it to go. And then I just need to choose the destination. If you're watching along, I'm just dropping it into a destination. So I've selected the file format that I want. Then I'm going to hit save. And you'll see that this render is going to take significantly less time than it took me to render the original. It'll probably take about a minute or so. What it's doing right now is analyzing the file, just like we talked about. When the, when the line gets about to the 50% mark, then it's going to start writing the file. And I'm going to go ahead and pause the video here and we'll come back to it. All 
All right, we're back, and the final mix down is done. In this case, it took three minutes and four seconds, so all told, call it 23 minutes for the entire mix down, whereas doing it the traditional way would have taken 40 minutes or longer. And the real power in this begins to come when you're exporting multiple files to different locations. So in Hindenburg, you can publish to more the same file to more than one destination. So in my case, I work in Libsyn primarily, so I can publish a file to Libsyn, and I can also drop a file to Google Drive or whatever backup system I have so that I have another copy of that. And that can all happen automatically. But if I were to mix this entire 20-minute mix down and publish it to two different destinations, that would be 20 minutes for the original mix down plus 20 minutes to publish it to Libsyn plus 20 minutes to publish it to a a backup folder, if you will, 60 minutes for this file, whereas doing it this way would take 23 to 25 minutes, still a little bit longer than I would have liked. Again, I was a little bit hard on my computer by editing video while I was exporting the audio, but this can save you significant amounts of time. And it's really pretty simple. Just export the file to uh, a, a temporary file, if you will, non-normalized or non-leveled to a location then bring that file back in, solo it. So that's the only thing that you've got going on with no effects going on in a master track if you have a master track, and then use that for your final export and publish. That will save you a good bit of time when you're publishing files in Hindenburg, especially if you use a lot of effects or if there's a lot of complexity going on that's going to take a long time to render. I hope that you found this valuable. If you did, I would appreciate a thumbs up and a share. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can find that at top tier at 1000 podcasters. There's a link in the description and in the show notes. If you want to check out the video or the audio, whichever one you're interested in doing, hope you found this valuable. If you did share it with somebody and come back because I really do want to see you be successful in your podcast. Thanks again for being here.